Hello, welcome to Meditating the Word. I'm so glad you're here as we journey through the Bible this year. If you'd like to download a copy of the reading plan from blueletterbible.com, you'll find a link in the notes. I'll be reading from the World English Bible. We're three months in. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, why not do that now? Just click on subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. This is Day 89. Today we're starting the Book of Judges. The Book of Judges, Chapters 1 and 2 After the death of Joshua, the children of Israel asked of the Lord, saying, Who should go up for us first against the Canaanites to fight against them? The Lord said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. Judah said to Simeon his brother, Come up with me into my lot, that we may fight against the Canaanites, and I likewise will go with you into your lot. So Simeon went with him. Judah went up, and the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand. They struck ten thousand men in Bezek. They found Adoni Bezek in Bezek, and they fought against him. They struck the Canaanites and the Perizzites. But Adoni Bezek fled. They pursued, caught him, and cut off his thumbs and his big toes. Adoni Bezek said, Seventy kings, having their thumbs and their big toes cut off, scavenged under my table, as I have done, so God has done to me. They brought him to Jerusalem, and he died there. The children of Judah fought against Jerusalem, took it, struck it with the edge of the sword, and set the city on fire. After that, the children of Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites, who lived in the hill country, and in the south, and in the lowland. Judah went against the Canaanites, who lived in Hebron. The name of Hebron, before it was Kiriath Arba. They struck Sheshai, Ahiman, and Talmai. From there he went against the inhabitants of Debir. The name of Debir before that was Kiriath Sefer. Caleb said, I will give Aksa, my daughter, as wife to the man who strikes Kiriath Sefer and takes it. Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, took it. So he gave Aksa, his daughter, as his wife. When she came, she got him to ask her father for a field. She got off her donkey, and Caleb said to her, What would you like? She said to him, Give me a blessing because you have set me in the land of the south. Give me also springs of water. Then Caleb gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. The children of the Kenite, Moses' brother-in-law, went up out of the city of palm trees with the children of Judah into the wilderness of Judah, which is in the south of Arad. They went and lived with the people. Judah went with Simeon, his brother, and they struck the Canaanites who inhabited Zephath and utterly destroyed it. The name of the city was called Horma. Also, Judah took Gaza with its border, and Ashkelon with its border, and Ekron with its border. 
the Lord was with Judah and drove out the inhabitants of the hill country, for he could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley, because they had chariots of iron. They gave Hebron to Caleb, as Moses had said, and he drove the three sons of Anak out of there. The children of Benjamin didn't drive out the Jebusites who inhabited Jerusalem, but the Jebusites dwell with the children of Benjamin in Jerusalem to this day. The house of Joseph also went up against Bethel, and the Lord was with them. The house of Joseph sent to spy out Bethel. The name of the city before that was Luz. The watchers saw a man come out of the city, and they said to him, Please show us the entrance into the city, and we will deal kindly with you. He showed them the entrance into the city, and they struck the city with the edge of the sword, but they let the man and all his family go. The man went into the land of the Hittites, built a city, and called its name Luz, which is its name to this day. Manasseh didn't drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shean and its towns, nor Ta'anak and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Dor and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Ibliam and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Megiddo and its towns, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. When Israel had grown strong, they put the Canaanites to forced labor and didn't utterly drive them out. Ephraim didn't drive out the Canaanites who lived in Gezer, but the Canaanites lived in Gezer among them. Zebulun didn't drive out the inhabitants of Kitron, nor the inhabitants of Nahalol, but the Canaanites lived among them and became subject to forced labor. Asher didn't drive out the inhabitants of Akko, nor the inhabitants of Sidon, nor of Alab, nor of Aksib, nor of Helba, nor of Afik, nor of Rehob. But the Asherites lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, for they didn't drive them out. Naphtali didn't drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh, nor the inhabitants of Beth Anoth, but he lived among the Canaanites the inhabitants of the land. Nevertheless, the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh and of Beth Anath became subject to forced labor. The Amorites forced the children of Dan into the hill country, for they would not allow them to come down to the valley. But the Amorites would dwell in Mount Heres, in Aijalon, and in Sha'abim. Yet the hand of the house of Joseph prevailed so that they became subject to forced labor. The border of the Amorites was from the ascent of Akrabim, from the rock, and upward. The Lord's angel came up from Gilgal to Bochim. He said, I brought you out of Egypt and have brought you to the land which I swore to give your fathers. I said, I will never break my covenant with you. You shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall break down their altars. But you have not listened to my voice. Why have you done this? Therefore, I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they shall be in your sides, and their gods 
will be a snare to you. When the Lord's angel spoke these words to all the children of Israel, the people lifted up their voice and wept. They called the name of that place Bokim, and they sacrificed there to the Lord. Now when Joshua had sent the people away, the children of Israel each went to his inheritance to possess the land. The people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great work of the Lord that he had worked for Israel. Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. They buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnath Heres, in the hill country of Ephraim, on the north of the mountain of Gaash. After all that generation were gathered to their fathers, another generation arose after them who didn't know the Lord, nor the work which he had done for Israel. The children of Israel did that which was evil in the Lord's sight, and served the Baals. They abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods, of the gods of the peoples who were around them, and bowed themselves down to them, and they provoked the Lord to anger. They abandoned the Lord, and served Baal and the Ashtaroth. The Lord's anger turned against Israel, and he delivered them into the hands of raiders who plundered them. He sold them into the hands of their enemies all around, so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Wherever they went out, the Lord's hand was against them for evil, as the Lord had spoken, and as the Lord had sworn to them, and they were very distressed. The Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hand of those who plundered them. Yet they didn't listen to their judges, for they prostituted themselves to other gods and bowed themselves down to them. They quickly turned away from the way in which their fathers walked, obeying the Lord's commandments. They didn't do so. When the Lord raised up judges for them, then the Lord was with the judge and saved them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For it grieved the Lord because of their groaning by reason of those who oppressed them and troubled them. But when the judge was dead, they turned back and dealt more corruptly than their fathers in following other gods to serve them and to bow down to them. They didn't cease what they were doing or give up their stubborn ways. The Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he said, Because this nation transgressed my covenant, which I commanded their fathers, and has not listened to my voice, I also will no longer drive out any of the nations that Joshua left when he died from before them, that by them I may test Israel to see if they will keep the Lord's way to walk therein as their fathers kept it, or not. So the Lord left those nations without driving them out hastily. He didn't deliver them into Joshua's hand. Father God, these are hard but important lessons for us, as they were for the children of Israel. 
You set a choice before them, life or death. You set the same choice before us. And as difficult as the consequences may be sometimes, it's our choice that determines our outcome. Help us, Father, to choose life and to follow your word, not turning to the left or the right, but staying on the path you've set before us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Did you know we're on Facebook? You can join our community there and share your thoughts about today's reading. You'll find a link in the notes. There are difficult passages ahead about the disobedience of Israel and the consequences for that disobedience. But stick with it. Your faithfulness in reading God's Word will be rewarded. If you know someone who would enjoy reading the Bible with us, why not invite them to join us? And please take just a moment to rate and review this podcast. Thank you for joining me, and know that I'm praying for you as we journey through the Bible together, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.